Hotty ho, you handsome hunk. Grab a snack and gain some chunk. If your day is great or really sunk, we hope to help you shake the funk. So if you're good to hear some junk, buckle up, it's the Junk Monk Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Junk Monk Podcast. I'm your host, Candace Sloan, who you know from Instagram at Hardens and Hard Hats. And I'm Noah, your co-host, you know from right now. If this is your first time listening, let us fill you in. We are watching and reviewing every episode of the USA TV show Monk right here each week. And we are going to do so eating a little bit of junk. I don't actually have my junk food yet. I'm getting Whataburger. So. <laughs> yes, Toby is delivering his. I'm still doing my food elimination diet, so I can't eat like most fast food. But I am coming in strong today with the Magnolia recipes. So today I have... Um, Lemon poppy seed bread, which is really good. I had some last night. Um, and also, before I forget, we are on YouTube. So, hello, YouTube. Hello, YouTube. Hopefully, our camera is not crazy like it was last week. Hopefully. So, we did an episode last week in Noah's home studio. <laughs> and that was the last time we're going to film in there. And then today is the last time we're going to film in here. So, soak it in. Get all the content. And the reason I messed up on that first line was because I was like... We aren't watching and reviewing every episode each week because we're done. We're done. We don't have, there's no each week anymore. We have a little bit more to go. A little, we have like two more episodes. We have like two more. And we'll, we'll probably talk about what we're going to do um, later. But also, you must know I have seen every episode of Monk. I'm a huge fan, started watching in 2007, and for the most part, watched it as it aired. I have seen every episode of Monk. I finished seasons one through three and everything we did on the show. So I'm done. Done. We just finished watching Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever. Hot takes on it. What What did you thought? Um, it was good. It was. I like. I really like the uh, weird. Here's what happens. So I'm probably gonna watch that one video you made with what's her name? Uh, Denise. With Denise. Yeah. I don't know. It was really good when they're both like saying it at the same time and like explaining it. Because yep. I mean, I want to. I think that Denise had that on one on her list. Yeah, it was a good one. It was yeah. definitely because there's only like ten, eight of those in the entire series of just like weird, odd. Here's what well, you'd be surprised. But actually, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we did a, we did quite a bit. So that was a pretty long episode. Huh. So we did all, which we did different categories of like funny, oh, yeah. serious, dramatic, but yeah, maybe like specifically weird, like a different like color or a different speed or a yeah. different, uh, you know, at the same time, not, there's not too many of those. So you're, you're probably right about that, but, um, but you did like it. What do you was, think about the fortune cookies and I, did you catch it early? Like all the fortune cookies have something to do with it and no, I, I was really under the monk spell on that one. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. So then you didn't, and then you didn't realize that the girlfriend was part of the mob until like no. right when they showed you. Yeah. Or yeah. not, not right when they showed me. I like, maybe like 10 seconds before. <laughs> I was like, yeah. We were like, <laughs> when she's like, what, what's going on? And because she was also yeah. asking about Adrian Monk, like she's like, "Oh, you work with the famous detective? Yeah, can I meet him?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this girl's being so obvious exactly. right now." <laughs> but, yeah. but I think they did a good job. It was good. Um, yeah, that one's that one's not bad. Natalie's very new. That's Natalie, like her third yeah. episode. She did good. Yeah, and she has. Um, I think next is stuck in traffic, where she has a little bit more attitude, like it's a two way oh, yeah. street and everything. But this one was really good because this is the one where she talks about the karma, 
and she changes her point of view where she's like, you know, the, uh, you, you know, Mr. Monk, you're bad karma. Everyone's always getting murdered around you. And then at the end, she flips it and realizes it's good karma because then everyone dies around him so that he's there to solve it and make it right. Which is a very, I feel like that's a very good message for the episode like we're about to discuss. Just yeah. Because it's the end. So. Anyways. All right. If you're ready to start the show, Toby, take it away. What is it? This is a sad, here's what happened. <laughs> oh. Here's what happened. Okay, Noah, are you ready for this? I am. Slow and steady wins the race. Okay. You don't have to do it all in one <coughs> breath. You're showing up my notes, though, so spoiler alert. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> this is Mr. Monk in the End, Part 2, Season 8, Episode 16. Okay. In the opening scene, we continue as Trudy describes in her videotape the events that led to her death. Natalie and Adrian watch as she explains that back in 1983, she had an affair with Judge Ethan Rickover, had become pregnant, and given birth to a baby girl who died nine minutes later. Trudy believes that the missing midwife, Wendy Stroud, that Adrian had been investigating then, was murdered by Judge Rickover and that she would be next on his list. Monk, infuriated with this knowledge, goes to hunt down the judge, confronts him, assaults him, and gets sent to the hospital under arrest. There he is determined to find evidence to put away Rickover for his crimes. Meanwhile, Natalie suddenly is struck with the same poisoning symptoms as Mr. Monk, and she determines that the poison was in his wipes. This is great news, as now the toxin has been identified, Monk can be cured. However, when the gang goes to deliver their discovery, Adrian is missing from the hospital. Knowing where he would be, the captain heads to Rickover's home. Adrian is there, gun drawn at the judge, where he is forcing him to dig. Eventually, he strikes something. It is Wendy Stroud, the missing midwife from all those years ago. Monk knew there had to be more to the case, and there it was. He had proof to convict. Then suddenly, the judge grabs Adrian's gun and pulls it on himself, taking his own life. Trudy's case is over, and yet two weeks later, Adrian is left of the feeling of emptiness and confusion by Rickover's final words, take care of her. Then later, while packing up the case, he finds a clip in the newspaper explaining that on the same day Trudy had lost her child, the murdered midwife had taken a baby girl to the local orphanage. Monk puts together the final mystery. Trudy's daughter hadn't died at all. She's alive and well. She's a 26-year-old movie reviewer, and her name is Molly. Adrian meets her and falls in love instantly. As for the rest of the gang, Natalie is with Stephen, the captain is with his Trudy, and Randy has Sharona along with the new title of police chief in Summit, New Jersey. Adrian Monk has solved Trudy's case and has found a daughter in Molly and continues to be the world's greatest detective in the end. Oh! Yay, that was Mr. Monk and the End, part two. Okay, Candace, (sighs) what did you like about this episode? I'm going to start off with our viewer's voice because we have a listener, Joel Dennis, who is um, also known as JD Toys on Twitter. He's from the UK. He joined us, I think, on... um, I think he was able to watch our live 100th episode that we did. So I think he was there for that, Um, but he couldn't join our watch party because he's in the UK and you have to have the US, like, Amazon Prime version. What? Sucks. I know. So um, he sent us this really nice message, and uh, part of that message was his, like, segments, like what we do for our show, right? What? So for the first and the second episode. So um, I decided to read his stuff for this part, too. 
Okay, so um, his like, his biggest like on this episode was when Randy says, I love you to Sharona. Aww. And he was claiming it was the deputy. Because <laughs> he's like, yeah, I don't know. He's, yeah, he's still in the hospital. Okay, I'll call you later. Okay, I love you. Bye. <laughs> and the captain's like, who are you talking to? And he's like, oh, deputy commissioner. He's like, but you said I love you. And he's like, yeah, uh, I do. Wait, you love him? Yeah, I mean, I think he's doing a good job. I think everybody deserves to be told they're doing a good job. It's just common courtesy. Like, okay. It's like, don't you love him? You're like, what? <laughs> you do a good job. I love you. It's like, okay. <laughs> I really love that scene because... That means that Sharona, if Randy was talking on the phone with Sharona, that means Sharona wanted to know about Monk. That is so true. That's so true. He totally, yeah, that's true. Because he's like, yeah. He's like, oh, uh, I think he'll be fine. What does he say? Yeah, like, like, I don't know. They're still testing. Like, as in, like, showing, like, concern. Like, Like, she's obviously showing concern about him and not just, like, um. You know, well, you know, I'm still at the hospital here. My friend Monk is, he's in pretty bad shape. So yeah. I'll see you later. It's like, yeah, I don't know. They're still doing tests. I'll talk to mm-hmm. you later. Okay, I'll keep you updated. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, Sharona cares. <laughs> okay, so my first, like, I'm going to take these off because this this is my reminder so oh. that I don't forget. So now I can read mine. Okay. We, of course, start with Trudy's tape. Okay. And... Um, I know you don't like Melora Hardin's performance okay. as Trudy, okay. but holy moly, when she's like telling the story, um, when she's telling the story about what happened, she's like, I, I'm, I'm trying to like differentiate Trudy and Melora, but I feel like Melora has so many lines and she just delivers them like, like she's really talking, like she's really talking to Adrian and not a real like scripted like oh yeah this is what happened and Mm -hmm. like she's like you know i just was really worried about wendy stroud and you know she's a murderer and i don't know if i could just be paranoid and you might never see this tape but you know if you do then you know i love you and you aren't what did she say dang it she's like you're not just the love of my life you are my life you are my life and monk is like he's can't he's like he's like kneeling in front of the tv screen touching and Oh my gosh. The whole the whole scene is good where Monk is just like kind of agonizing over it and keeps pushing the pause button and everything and he can't. And Natalie's like, just let it play. Just let it play. Because his soul is just like being like crushed. Like as... And like, I don't know if it was supposed to be like he was necessarily being crushed by the news of like... Because she's like, words it weird when she's like, I had an affair. And it's like, well, she didn't like have an affair on him. So that's what we kind of had to pause it and be like, yeah. wait, what? Like, so she, like, yeah. So anyway, but the whole the whole thing was good as far as, like, Melora Hardin's performance of it and then Trudy's delivery of it and then Adrian's soul crushedness by it. Natalie's dying inside, too. They're all just like, oh, Natalie's like, come on, Mr. Monk, we just have to let it play. And he's just like, oh. Because also that's the thing, too, is, like, he obviously didn't know what was in that package, but also... He now knows, like, when this tape is over, then these are the last words that he'll ever hear. So it's like you uh, would think you would, like, okay, no, like, I like trying to absorb it, like, trying to absorb it all in. Like, you guys with our podcast, you know, you're like pausing it. You're like, God, no, don't let it end. It's it's exactly the same thing. I feel like it's very very similar. Okay. Anyways, (laughs) 
My first like is the exact same thing. Okay. okay? The beginning scene with Trudy was one million times better than Melora's initial acting in part one. Her being in distress was, like, way better than her being, like, some sort of saint and, like, really, like, nice all the time. It definitely fit her better being in distress. And that music that was playing whenever she was, like, like revealing that Ethan was behind it was just, like, so powerful. And I was, like, bon. And I was, like... And it changed... Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was amazing. It changes with like the like oh he's she's talking she says something like more serious yeah. and Monk and then Monk is like okay coming down and crushed and then he's like oh he's crushed and then yeah. kind of changes the tempo oh my god so good very powerful music for sure and I'm really glad that you said that that I mean obviously I'm glad that you felt that way but I'm glad that you said that because it makes sense what you're saying that her the true Trudy is a saint. I feel like hopefully that makes you feel more connected to her because like we've said before, like, you know, I had more connection to that person than Trudy because it's like Monk puts her on this like weird pedestal of like unhumanness. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, like I know Trudy is supposed to be like great, but like we haven't seen a lot of her. We haven't seen enough of her to like feel that way about her ourselves. And so the fact that we like saw her and she's like, actually like... I'm, I'm not human perfect, and I'm yeah. not human. Like, I know you put me on this pedestal and like, but, and then again, she also still follows it up with, and I love you and I appreciate you and you are my life. Like, I know that I am your life and you love me a lot, but I need you to know that you're my life. Like, you think that I'm perfect and I think you're perfect. <sighs> hmm. That beginning scene was just so good. It was very good. I mean, it was. Okay. My next one is the committee hearing. Holy crap. Oh, yeah. That was... I. Oh, that's what I put. I put the judge's oh, crap moment. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Whenever the judge, he ha- is at his committee hearing to, I guess, be a senator or something. He's a judge, and they want him to move to be a senator, I guess. And so he's sitting in his committee hearing in this big courtroom, and the man's just, like, asking him questions. You know, oh, I was a kid, and I just... You know, I thought I knew everything. <laughs> and, and then... Monk is like coughing, so he's kind of making a scene, right? Because that's the only reason that he would like turn around, because Monk is like dying and he's like gripping onto the like not a pew, but the benches or whatever. It just looks like a pew. Yeah, and they're like grabbing him and he's like coughing, <coughs> and Monk just has this like death glare, and so the guy's like trying to play it cool and he's like turning around like, um, yeah, and then um, yeah, yeah. So I really want to be a senator, and I don't talk anymore. <laughs> exactly. And then he just keeps looking around. He's like, "Oh crap!" And he like f- is putting it all together while trying to like make English. Yeah. And then he's like, "Actually, it's been a really long morning. Can we have a recess?" Yeah. <laughs> like, Craig T. Nelson killed it for real. He though. killed it. That's like, that's my like. Um, Rick Over, good actor, very good actor. We watched the bonus feature because we wanted to do like. All the um, como se dice research we could do about yeah. this episode. Yeah. So we watched that, and the I don't know who, I don't remember which one of them pointed it out, but it was a commentary of the part one and part two with yeah. Tony Shalhoub, Andy Breckman, the creator, and Randy Zisk, who I believe directs most of the Monk episodes. I don't know if it was, I I think it was um Andy, but he said like. This is such a good mono v mono like 
Because Monk does this all the time with, like, the astronaut or whatever when it's, like, oh, Monk up against this person. And they're, like, you know, essentially going back and forth. But, like, he plays such a good villain. Like, he's, like, taller than Monk and he's, like, broad shoulders and he's, like, he looks evil. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really good performance. Yeah. And, yeah, exactly. Like, we have a lot of those astronaut moments and stuff like that. And, like, this was... and. This is one of my overarching themes, but it's like the music, the music in this part too, they stop playing the music when he's actually confronting him. Like, you killed my wife and there's no music. And then they only pick up the music whenever he attacks him. You know, it's a big scene or whatever and they play the music or whatever. But it was like, this is like our last... And it's not really our last because we see him later confronting him. Yeah. You know, but this is our last, like you said, like, mono y mono, like, theatrical without being theatrical. Just like, I know you did it. You're the guy. And I'm going to get you. Yeah. Now he kind of goes crazy and, like, jumps on him and everything. But, yeah. Yeah, this is probably going to be really hard to talk about without talking about the commentary. Yeah. So it was a very good commentary. It was really good. I mean... Whoever gets the monk box this time, yeah, you're in for a treat. Yeah, it's a really nice commentary. Like, for sure. Um, especially, I, I've never even seen one, and like even just like watching Tony watch his own things is like entertaining. In watching itself. Tony watch himself was very interesting. Okay, we're gonna talk about that during Junk Junk, <laughs> so we'll just keep going. Okay, um, uh, is it your turn, or do you want me to go, or you want to go? Um, you can go. Okay. Oh, the scene where oh Toby's here. I'm so excited. Thanks, Toby. Thank you, Toby. Coming in strong on the finale, buddy. <laughs> so, the scene where the captain is talking to Monk. Monk is in the hospital room. And Monk's laying in bed. And the captain is like, we're getting this SOB. Mm-hmm. I promise you. This is me promising you that we are going to get him. And Monk's like, Captain, I'm not going to be there. I need you to promise that you're not going to just get him. You're going to kill him. Yeah. And then Stoudemire and uh, Ted Levine and Stoudemire, same person. They're like, this, his face is like, he does an amazing job of letting you like promising Monk. And then also letting you know that he's totally lying. Yeah, for sure. He's like, mm -hmm. okay. I promise I'll kill him. And he's like, you're lying. It was a, that was crazy. Oh my gosh. Mm. Man. That gave me like chills. Yeah. You're lying. I was like, so good. Too dang good. Um, I don't have a lot of specific scenes. So I guess I'll do those first. Um, one of my favorite monk quotes ever. You're going to kill a federal judge. And then looks like, tonight I'm the judge. We need that on a t-shirt. Tonight I'm the judge. Which could yes. be interpreted weird. But. <laughs> I don't get it. It's going up here. Um, I had that too, though. The big confrontation. Tonight I'm the judge. And, of course, we have this whole scene where Monk shows up at the judge's house, right? And he pops out from behind the tree. And he says, your garage was open and... I brought a shovel, start digging, and then he like kind of pauses and Monk is like pointing a gun at him and he's like, pick it up, start digging. And he's like, okay, okay, okay. And then he picks it up, starts digging. And then 
Of course, you know, you have the whole scene. It is so theatrical. The fact that they did this in the rain was just amazing. So clever. Like, I mean, not clever because obviously people do things in the rain all the time, but it was, it was such a good call. It was Mm -hmm. such a good call. Like, oh, should we do this in the rain? Yeah. Yes. You're a thousand percent. You should have done this in the rain Yeah. because it made it so much more theatrical. Monk is dying and he has a gun and he's pointing it at the man who killed Trudy. And I mean, I guess little do we know that he's trying to get, uh, you know, dig up Wendy Stroud or whatever. We don't know exactly what's going on, but it's just whatever he's doing. We don't really care. We're just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And then my favorite thing about this and my favorite line is the whole reason that the judge kills Trudy, which is a job. He's like explaining it. This is what happened. And he's like, and why did you do this? For what? For what? A job. A job. And Salmar's like, calm down, calm down, calm down. And he's like, a job. And like yelling. It's like, you could you could totally think of like, wow, really? Like, that's why he killed Trudy. That's why he's doing all this for a job. And it's like, that is probably the most realistic thing ever. Like, how many 2020 episodes are like, yeah, I was cheating on someone. I didn't want them to know I was cheating on my wife uh, because either I don't want to get in trouble with my wife or it affected me in some other way. And for a politician or a judge or whatever, like, that's a big deal. And that's very realistic. Like, you know what I mean? It's it. The crime itself was not so off the wall that you're like, whoa, wow, what? Yeah. You know, which they could have done that. And it would have been, you know, like, oh, wow, that was a really unique, interesting crime. But it was so realistic what he did. Like, it was very, like, basic, you could say. But it's like... Very realistic, I feel like. Oh, yeah. And the fact that Monk does spell it out for us in that moment and is like, and for what? A job. Yeah. So you could be a judge. So you could be a senator. It's a job. And then, and then the judge realizes that because he feels guilty and he's like, yeah, I did. You're right. And then he like picks up the gun and he's like, take care of her. Boom. It's like... And also, I did not... There's so many things about this episode. I can't tell you all the things I don't remember. It's a lot of it. But I did not remember that he killed himself. Oh, yeah. Zero percent. I was like... "Ah." Yeah. I was like... Because he picked... He saw Monk's gun. And I was like... I was like, well, I know Monk doesn't die. So I know that he doesn't kill Monk. But I didn't know what he did. Mm -hmm. And then he was like... But I was like, oh, my gosh. So... That scene, I mean, that scene deserves a lot of talking about because that is the confrontation. We talked about, you know, the confrontation in the courtroom, but this is the confrontation. This is when Trudy's killer actually dies and it is actually over. Yeah. Of course, the mystery, the whole mystery is not over, but it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, after all that, (laughs) my next like is... This is exactly like part one, except it isn't. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank God. There are thank God. zero filler scenes in this. And last episode, we are last, yeah, last yeah. episode, there was the chase scene in the trains, but I thought this chase scene, it wasn't much of a chase scene. It was just them trying to get to the 
them to like stop Monk from killing him fast enough. Mm-hmm. And but I thought it was way better. I'm not way better. It wasn't much of a chase scene, but there was like comedy in it. There was like you're talking about with some Randy good and the captain in, in yeah, the yeah. car, right? In the car in the car during the rain. It was it was really really good, and they killed it. It was I again because I mean the first one was like there was more acting involved. I feel like in the first one. But I don't know. For some reason, I enjoyed it more. The the drama was more intense for me. I knew they would somehow get over not catching the guy in the last one. And them just being like, oh, he's dead. But, like, in this, it was like, Monk's going to kill a man, and we have to be there. It was really, really, really good. That's true. That is true. And the I think that in the first episode, they had... I'm not, not claiming it's a filler scene, but just saying, like, they stretched that out, and they did need... A big uh, epic scene in that one towards the end of part one because there was no conclusion in that. Like they knew there's going to be a cliffhanger, boop, right there at the end. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons I didn't think that that other scene, the whiskey scene, needed to be there, just because I felt like they had summed up their their big, you know, thing in that episode. But anyway, so that episode or that scene was action. Like it wasn't supposed to be funny. It was action, action, action. And that's what it was for, for that episode. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, in this one, again, it's reversed where they're allowed to be funny. And this is one of this is going to be one of their last um, Stottlemyre-Randy bantering mm-hmm. moments. Whereas in the other one, Monk was the funny one because they were trying to get OCD moments. And yeah. Monk being funny and everybody else was like, serious, serious, serious. Flipped it on its head, this one. They got to be their funny selves. And then Monk is super serious. So... But yes, that is a good point. Um, this is a really small one. This is at the end of the... Whenever he's a, he's going to go meet Molly and he's really nervous. And Stottlemyre uh, is like, you know, you have to go meet her. They, she said that she wants to meet you. And Natalie's like, hey, you got to go meet her. And Monk is like, no, no, I don't like change. I like things the way that they are. I like things are just fine. And... He's like, yeah, I like things the way that they are now. And Stottlemyre just has a really funny line. He's like, no, you don't. (laughs) It is true that he doesn't like change, but not that he's happy with the way things are. He's like, no, you don't. What? What are you talking about? Yeah. That was just a little one. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, I loved how Dr. Bell is in this one. Yes. He is a much better therapist than he was last time. Instead of interrogation, he's genuinely caring of Monk. He's actually like, are you actually like, are, like closure, blah, blah, blah. Are you actually okay with being done with the case and whatnot? And Monk's like, yes. And he's like, no. And it's really good. It's a really good scene. Yeah, that's true. I He just did way better from last time. Because last time he was like, what was his last words? Hmm. I wonder what that would be. Yeah, like, it was stupid. Where we were more like stay in your lane. Yeah, exactly. But this time, I don't know. He was intuitive that Monk wasn't really happy. And then he came on the back end and was like, well, you mean you've spent most of your adult life looking for the person that killed your wife? Like, it doesn't just magically, like, go away. It's not just magically, you're not magically happy all of a sudden. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, especially with, with that what was we driving saw. you. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah. It, it, where's your purpose now? Yeah. And But then Molly at the end is like, come on. 
It's a gift. Yeah. There are other Trudies. It was sweet. That's true. Yeah. A very Trudy thing to say. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. For sure. I have that. Um, oh, the the in the scene that you were talking about with the with Randy and the captain in the car, Randy is or well, so they're driving, and Stalmar is like, "Dang it, where is the siren? Like, you need to put the siren on the car." Oh, yeah. And Randy's like, "Oh, I think it's in the back." And so like Stalmar is like digging through the back, and he's like, "What is all this crap? Did you did you buy this stuff?" And he, what does Randy say? It's funny. He's like. He's like, no, it's a yard sale. It's for a yard sale or something. He's like, you bought this stuff? And he's like, no, I'm selling it. Like, but mm. he bought it before because he owns it. Yeah. And he's like, you bought this stuff? And he's like, no, I'm selling it. Like, I didn't get that. Yeah, but that's how I interpreted it. Like, it makes sense because he's saying like, no, I'm moving. I'm yeah. selling my stuff because I'm moving. I'm selling it. But it's like he did he have already, to buy yeah. it in the past. So I thought it was funny. And then so Stoudemire was like, what is this? And he's like, are these my dumbbells? And he's like, no. And he's like, you borrowed them though. And he's like, no, those aren't yours. And he's like, they have my initials on them. And he's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, those are yours. <laughs> and then he's like, so he's like, oh, Randy, the siren's not back here. I can't find it. And Randy's like, yeah, I probably sold it. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good scene. No, yeah. I, I should have riffed off that. My bad. Um, Okay, I'll say my next one because I already said it. The music in this episode is impeccable. Mm-hmm. Okay, where it's placed, like when it's placed, when they play it, when they don't play it. Like I said in the scene where the judge, they don't play it and then they do play it, you know, when they pick up the scene. And it was the scene with Trudy, the scene with Molly, when he meets Molly the first time. Oh, yeah. It's a, it, I can't tell if it's the old theme song. There's a part of it, a snippet of it that sounds like it is that, like really slowed down. But it also could just be something that they used to play back, mm-hmm. you know, like in the more beginning episodes. It might just be like a, re, like a, you know, just a track that they've used in the past. But that song is really, really good. And then the final song that they use by Randy Newman. Oh, yeah. That who obviously, you know, sings the, it's a jungle out there. And they got him to, I think, did they say that was original for that? Did he write it for that? I don't think so. No? Okay. I thought he, I thought they, he might have written it for that. It fit, like the words fit. So, again, killing it with the, the montage at the end. Made me cry all three times I watched it. Yeah. I cried every, I cried every single time that I watched it. That was amazing. We watched it once with you guys at the watch party, which was awesome, by the way. That was a lot of fun. Oh, I love chatting you guys with. I love chatting with you guys, and you did really good at not doing spoilers. That was I was proud of you guys. <laughs> I'm like watching it every two seconds, like oh god, and every, everyone did really well, so I was proud. Um, no, but that was a lot of fun. To I don't know when the last time everybody else had seen it. We should have. I should have asked that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should have asked when's the last time you seen it. Denise said that she had recently watched it. And so she wasn't going to watch it. And then she was like, okay, I have to. <laughs> I'm suckered in. So it, it, it was worth it. I don't know how you couldn't have watched it and chatted. I would have been like, ah, all over it. Yeah. Um, when Monk meets Molly, that is some gift from God acting that Tony Shalhoub has. Just amazing. Some of the greatest acting I've ever seen. Yeah. And he's just like, Molly, 
She's like, yeah. And they hug, and it's so sweet. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, because he's, like, waiting for her to come out, and it's, like, not her, and then it's not her, and then this group of people walk by, and you're like, oh, I guess it wasn't her either, and then she turns around and looks at him and spots him, and then she's, like, walking up to him, and he's crying, and then they stand in front of each other, and then he's bawling, and then you're you're having this moment, like, you're having the moment, he's having the moment, and she's, like, she does such a great job, too, though, Because she's not like bawling, because it's not her reaction; it's his reaction. But she's she's not like, what is going on, or like too emotional. She just plays it perfectly, where you don't you're not like you're only looking at her to be like, wow, she does look a lot like Trudy. Wow, she's so pretty. Wow, like this is his daughter, and like. And then Monk is just like looking at her, absorbing it. Like, you are Trudy. You look like Trudy. You're half of Trudy. You're part of Trudy. Oh my gosh, I can't. I'm too overwhelmed. And then we're all having this moment. And then he's like bawling his eyes out. And then he's just like, Molly? Like, mm-hmm. to make sure that it's her. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, yes. Like, but you know it, obviously, because he's had mm-hmm. this reaction to her. But it's so cute. And it's so amazing. What did you call it? God's gift to acting or something? Gift from God acting. Yes, gift from God acting. I agree. Mm. Okay, I'll I'll talk about Molly then. For one, I think she was beautiful. She was so pretty. Agreed. And she, I say she looked a lot like Melora Hardin, but like she definitely could be her daughter. Like it wasn't like they got like oh my god they gosh, were like she looks just is... like her. It's yeah. just like. If they're like, this is Ellie Harden, Laura Harden's daughter, I would have been like, that makes sense. Yeah. It looked believable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, and I thought she was just real, she was really pretty. I think she fit, she fit in like, just, I don't know, like, I just can't imagine like trying to cast that part and nailing it so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, 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 this is her, this is her, this is her. Like, I don't know. Uh, too good. And both of the scenes that she was in, you have the gut-wrenching scene, but then the beach scene was really nice when we actually get to see, like, dialogue between them and they're walking on the beach and she's like, Adrian, stop taking so many pictures of me. I'm not a celebrity. And he's like, you are to me. And he's all Aww. happy and taking pictures. And she's like, you know, I'm going to the film festival uh, for a couple weeks. And he's like, wait, what film festival? And she's like, the one in Toronto. And he's like, which one's that? And she's like, the Toronto Film Festival. <laughs> and she, like, laughs at him, like, not, like, treating him. You know, we've seen other people, like, the Toronto Film Festival. Yeah. Like, she's like, the Toronto Film Festival, duh. Yeah. Like, very, like, so cute. teenager-y. I know she's not a teenager, but, you know, teenager-y of her. Like, daughter-like of her, I guess. Yeah. To be, like, silly. Yeah. Like, duh. Um, and so, yeah, but she had such a great, like, sweet banter. And then... When she realizes, like, wait, no, you can't quit your job for me. I can't. I can't let you do that. You're, you have, you know, a gift. And he's like, well, a curse. And a curse, you know. The classic line. And she's like, no, it's not a curse. Can't you see that? Like, there's a lot more Trudy's out there. And you're obligated to help them. And maybe that's why I'm here. Maybe I'm here to remind you. And then what does Monk say? That's what your mother used to say. That's what Trudy used to say. Mm-hmm. Yes, and she's like, "Oh, really? 
Yeah. Oh, and then she's like, what was she like? He was like, she used to snore. And she never believed me about it when she used to snore. I had a tape recording of it, and she still didn't believe me. And then there was something else. Um, there was she used to stick her tongue out when she thought. Yeah, when she's thinking. And then Molly's like, oh my gosh, you do that on Tommy. He's like, yeah, I love when you do that. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so cute. And she She's so good. Yeah. She is so good. Molly, the actress, was so good. The character of it was so good and perfectly placed. It was It was killer. For real. Um, I also loved how when Monk is showing everyone Molly's, like, pictures and, like, 6,000 photos yeah. of Molly, everyone it was, it was so six, happy. It was 600. 600. But the rest were getting developed. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is so happy for Monk and Molly, and it is so cute. Yeah. It, he's just, like, a proud dad in that moment. It is so cute. Yeah, and then, and again, we've seen where people are, like, disinterested in what he yeah. has to say. Like, okay, Monk, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. They're just like, they are, you know, but they're yeah. not. Because they do want to see the pictures, but then they're like, okay, this is a lot of pictures. Like, wow, this is a lot of pictures. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so cute, and he has so many, like, this is of her drinking coffee. This is of her boyfriend. He's a little bit younger than her, but she doesn't know how she feels about <laughs> that. And then it's so funny, and then what else... Like he, um, uh, oh, this this is her uh, telling me to stop taking so many pictures. This is her trying to take the camera away. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, let's see, I have, oh, this is, uh, this is kind of similar, but when Natalie, um, which I talked about the scene already, but when Natalie is convincing Monk to go see Molly and he's nervous, she says, Trudy sent you a gift she sent you someone to love. Mm-hmm. Very true. That's so cute. I love that line also. Um, and then I have the actors were amazing. The, uh, this is in the final... Uh, is it the final scene? This is, uh, before the montage. Whenever... Um, oh, this is the same scene with the, all the pictures. Because there's something sitting on the desk and it says Leland. And so the captain picks it up. And he opens it and he's like, oh, did you write me a letter? And then he realizes it's Randy's resignation letter. And he's like, well, Randy's leaving us. He's going to be the police chief at Summit, New Jersey. And they're like, what? No way, no mm-hmm. way. I'm like, congratulations. And then Randy, you know, looks at the captain and he says, you think I'm ready? And the captain says, I don't think anything. I know you're ready. And I was like, oh, my God. And then, um, oh, and then Randy says, oh, I had a great teacher. Oh, <laughs> And, and. The captain's like smiling. He's like, and Randy's like, I'm talking about you. He's like, I know, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> One oh, final Randy moment. Oh my gosh, that was so good. <laughs> um, I'm really happy what they did with Molly because, I just thought about this, because I would have been like, just A-okay, fine with them just killing off Monk, but them like, with the whole like, oh, this baby, she died nine minutes later, but she didn't, and it's actually Trudy's baby, and Monk gets like hang out with her and stuff, and like that's like her new, his new daughter or whatever. It's so cute. Yeah, definitely. Like we always give like the writers a really rough time about their writing, but this was it. This was some like I I would have never even thought about that. It was amazing. It was really good. So and you're like, you're glad that and, you're glad that you're. Per, not prediction, because I don't think you thought he was going to die. 
in the last episode, like you thought, like, oh well, they could, they probably won't, but they could. Um, I I, was, I wouldn't have been upset if he died, but yeah. But this was better. This was definitely better. Okay. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay, I have the overall pacing of this episode I thought was excellent, which you kind of touched on by saying there was no filler scenes, mm-hmm. but there was also no rushing. Yeah. there. I thought there was no rushing. There was no lagging. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I can't think of specifics, but I know there's other series finales where they are like, they're trying to hit every single point. And so they're like, they're like, okay, well... This, 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 this. And then you're like, oh, that was a lot. And then you're like, okay, well, good. Well, there's still like 15 minutes left. And then the last 15 minutes is like really drug out. And you're like, but not even a lot like happens. And you're like, okay, yeah. like that's a, you know, they jam pack the action. And then they like fill, fill it with kind of nothingness or like random scenes where you're like, okay, we, okay, now we need some more progression. Like, let's hurry this up. Let's go. This episode was not like that at all. And then the storylines played out, like, in perfect timing of, like, the whole, like, they find they find the killer, the, the judge. Like, the whole judge thing still did not feel rushed. Yeah. Even though it was at the end of that, and they could have easily, like, in the first, I don't know. I, I don't know the timestamps, but, like, say the first seven to ten minutes. Like, okay, the judge is over. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the timestamps are, but it feels like that is about, like, 20 minutes long. The whole judge thing is like 20 oh, yeah. minutes long. Then it feels like 25. the whole Molly thing is like 10, 10 to 15 minutes long, 10 to 12 minutes long. And so that has, and then they have a montage and they, they, they sum up the, um, like Randy's leaving. There's pictures of Molly and then they do a montage and then they show present day, everything. And that feels like 10 ish, maybe like seven minutes or so. Like everything was just timed. so well that it didn't feel like everything's happening and then nothing's happening or or some some series finales are like nothing is happening and you're like wow they're really just making this like a regular episode and then the last five minutes is like boom 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 or like some time jump or something yeah you know and i just felt like it was really good like obviously the closure was great on everyone's stories and everything but it and it didn't leave me like with questions or wanting more like wait so what what it happened yeah what was that like hang on rewind it yeah <laughs> like there was none of that everything was just nice little bow it was perfect it was perfect i i really like this because i believe it's like Right on par with Community's finale because I really love Community. Oh, it's my favorite don't. show of all time. Like, I, I, I won't say anything about it. Let me just say it's that it's kind of unfortunate that I haven't seen it because I would love for you to get to talk about this. Yeah. But I I'm watching it, so yeah. you can't. Yeah. So, but I I feel like both of the shows know exactly what they're good at and what they can do and can't do, and they really stuck to like. They weren't too. I don't know, like, crazy about anything. And, like, same with, like, Community's finale. Like, it was a really, not bizarre. It was, I don't know. They were just real, they stuck to what they were good at. And that's what made them such good episodes. Which I always rewatched that last episode. It's one of my favorites, for sure. Interesting. Okay. And I will definitely have to rewatch this uh, in a few years from now. Mm -hmm. It was... Yeah, I don't know. Great ending. Yeah. I just... 
I watched it a bunch. I watched it a bunch for this. Yeah. I watched it like three to four, like three and a half times. Mm-hmm. So it might be a little while before I see it just to have the feels again, but I'm sure I could watch it in a week from now and get the feels. Because <laughs> it's really good. I could be watching it right now and I'll cry. So. <laughs> I, I just really loved the, um, at the very end, the present day, like you said, was so good. Like Randy being the police chief with Sharona, the captain with his like great acting at the end where he's like, he kisses Trudy on the forehead or his Trudy on the forehead and then he like sees Captain plus Trudy and he and he like looks up and he like smiles and he goes to work. Oh my god, it was beautiful. And apparently and Andy Breckman said that like his wife came up with that with the whole pillow. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And I was mm-hmm. like, wow, that's cool. That's really cool. And um at the end where Monk, the captain and Natalie are going to the crime scene, they all look so cool. Like, Monk isn't wearing his usual stuff. He's wearing, like, a sweater with, you know, his usual jacket. But (laughs) he's wearing a sweater now. And Natalie's wearing, like, this bougie trench coat thing. And it looks really sick. And every time I watch that, I'm like, whoa, Natalie. (laughs) Every time. (laughs) But it was was just a really good... Yeah. And one thing that I didn't even mention, it's... I, I feel like some things of, like probably just skimming over not even saying because they're like so like obvious but like we obviously see that like molly is the new trudy in the sense that monks eccentricities and his phobias and stuff they go down Mm -hmm. because he has someone to love someone to depend on someone there and the fact that like in the end he's going to the movies and Natalie's like, oh, my God, you're going to the movies? Oh, my God. He's like, what? What's so big deal about going to the movies? He's like, well, you're just going to the movies. And he's like, I'm just going to see what's ever in Theater 10. And she's like, okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs> That's the Adrian Monk we know and love. And it's, like, so true. But it's, like, the reason that he's like that. And he's, like, wearing a sweater. Whenever he's, like, in the kitchen, he's just wearing his brown sweater. And then they, she's like, oh, the captain called. We got to go to a case. And he gets his coat. And they walk out. And, they're... and then, yeah. And then they walk into the walk, you know, on the tarmac or whatever, and they walk into the the apartment building mm-hmm. or whatever the crime is. And Monk is like, doesn't look like this. Mm. Doesn't have his little button up on. He has a sweater and a coat and everything. When has he ever wore that? You know what episode that's from? When has he worn that? Mm-hmm. Is it on a uh, album thing or not an album thing? Like I a think, promo. I think we just. He used to wear gray suits a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Did he used to wear gray suits or brown suits more? I can't remember. He wears either gray or brown. So you got that. And then we're talking about our monk poster. But we changed his shirt to pink because his shirts are usually white. And we didn't want it to be the same color as the background. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason we made it pink. Yeah. It wasn't realistic. Yeah. Because hmm. it couldn't be white because it would be too much white. But yeah. Then, um, but yeah, I just have one last one, which we basically have said, which is um, the montage and then the present day, but the stove. Oh yeah, the way they ended it with the stove and turned it off. He's like, oh, that happened to me once. I was all the way across town, and which I don't remember if he actually left the stove on. He did. He didn't. Like they never said that he did or did not. But he's yeah. like, oh, that happened to me once, and and then he shuts the door, and then they pan. Like, it flashes white, and then they pan up, because it's the 
original scene, like the very, very first scene ever. And so it like does the pan and then shows him touching the lamp and everything with the stove. So they tied it in. Uh, so good. So good. So good. Um, that was your last one, right? Mm-hmm. All right, I have two more. Montage at the end makes me cry every time. God, it's so sad. Reminds me of the end of Toy Story 4. Because of Randy Newman? Because of Randy Newman. Yeah. Oh, no, I literally was in here taking notes when you guys, we were hanging out with Toby in there. I'm taking notes, and I'm, like, walking in there, and I'm singing, You've Got a Friend in Me, from Toy Story. Oh. And I'm like, I didn't hear that song. I just have Randy Newman Randy Newman is on the brain. a genius. And I'm like, did we, we watch it together? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Is it? I watched it with my mom. I remember whenever Emma's friend came over... And her roommate came over, Kara, Kara, and we all watched it on the big screen. Oh, was that Toy Story 3 or happened. 4? No, it was probably 4. This is the one with the doll. He goes into the doll store. Yeah. Is yeah. it Toy Story 4? Yes. Okay, yeah, then I saw it. Oh, God, really, that's so sad. It's right? so sad. And they're yeah, like... Yeah, we're crying. We're all crying at the like, end. They're like, goodbye. Because does Buzz or... go back with them and Buzz... Woody stays? I think Woody stays with the people at the end. Like the carnival people. Yeah, or something. With like Bo Peep. Yeah. He's like, howdy partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God. And then it's like really sad. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, it's so sad. Anyways. Randy Newman's got away. I know. He's got away. For sure. Anyways, my last like is it is definitely better than part one. Okay. I definitely also do stand by my low rating on part one. I'm not going to change that. I never will. I stand by it. Okay. All right. Okay. But this was definitely better. Okay. <laughs> All right. What did you dislike about this episode? Okay. I'm going to go start with Joel, right? It's on my sticky note. Joel. Joel Dennis. Mikhail? Oh my gosh, Joel <laughs> McHale. Joel, you have the same name as Joel McHale. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Noah loves you now. Okay, um, no, Joel McHale. I mean, Joel, Joel, Joel Dennis from uh, Twitter. Okay, okay, his dislike, his only dislike, he said very nitpicky, oh. was the tiling on the fountain where Monk goes to meet Molly. I noticed it. It's this really big, like, Aztec-y looking tile. Oh, yeah. And it's really bold. I, did, I didn't hate it, but it was... It was noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like, it was noticeable. So, um, just not his taste, I guess. It's his only dislike. Okay. His only dislike. I only have three, so. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What? Do you have lots? Um, I mean, just, I just write down nitpicky things. When I can't find things, I write down, like, like Joel and his tile. Like, <laughs> nitpicky. So. All right, go ahead. Up. Okay. I don't want to take yours. No more Julie? Nope, I don't okay, know. Okay. Uh, no more, no more, Julie. Um, obviously, we did see her in the first part, but I they could have put her in this for sure. Um, and then I'll go ahead and say my other one because it's kind of tied to that, and it's that in the montage, there's no Benji. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's, that's a big sad. loss there. The I'd say, but justification would be that the there, he's played by two different actors. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't know which one to put. Like if Benji obviously had been there like the whole time, they probably would have put like Kane Rashad, like because he would probably have stayed the rest of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, 
no Benji. And like, as we know, like we don't discuss it at length or anything, but like you like Julie, I kind of like Benji because of the, you know, the puzzles and all that. Like they actually like played games together. We don't really see that with Julie. Like we see more of like a father daughtery type uh-huh. of bond between them and Monk and Benji have, I mean, you could say a father son, but. They play games together and Just stuff, like, like older brother, friends, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think they could have, you know, had him giving him his birthday present or, so, you know. That would be cute. Something. Him him giving him the puzzle, like, like the here. Big game or- and then they dump the puzzles out and monks like this. I love that. Like, you know. Yeah. Benji and his, his friend were testing him <laughs> and stuff like that. I don't know. I think they had some cute scenes together and I think they could have added. For sure. That. So yeah, that was both of that. No, no actual. Because honestly, if I'm being honest, there's only one snippet of Julie and the montage. It's when they're hugging in the first episode and the so red tiny. herring. Yeah, I know. She's so tiny. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not, um, not enough Julie and no Benji was that was a disappointment. Yeah. That was actually a big one mm-hmm. for me. Um, the other ones are smaller. My first dislike is kind of big, actually. Okay. Um, I wish we could have had Rick over as an actual character. Maybe in, like, one or two more episodes before this, that, like, him being a known, likable person and being, like, trusted, kind of, and it would have been a bigger twist. For sure. But you don't, you don't think, like, you don't want, like, well, I wish it was somebody else. I don't like him or whatever. Like, you're talking specific, like, no, that he was fine. Was just fine. in a different thing. I'm trying to think of, like, another character. Like, if you can. Think of, a, like, another character that's been on, like, the same amount of time. Like, a Kevin Dorfman type character. Yeah. Who's more of a staple or, like, an agent grooms. Where you're, like, he's he an... F- randomly shows Like, he's up. an FBI agent that kind of pops up. Yeah. Or like the what about the guy in the fashion show? Uh, remember Gordo? He's the medical examiner. He ends up being oh, yeah. the criminal, and he's been in an episode. Right. It wasn't Mexico because that was in Mexico. Oh. That's that's <laughs> no, that's Doctor Madero. He's the he's the actual killer in that one. No, Gordo is he he's literally a medical examiner, and I think it's the one where uh, Mr. Monk gets fired because Mr. Monk, Mr. Monk gets fired whenever he pushes the keys on the keyboard and pushes delete. Oh. And so all the things delete, and that's him. And he's like, "What? What are you doing?" And then, like two seasons later, he's the killer—not the killer, but you know—he's in cahoots with the fashion designer. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. like something like like are you saying like something like that? Like definitely maybe something a- that's down low, but also like, oh, congratulations, Monk, on solving a case. Like two or three times we've seen him. <laughs> I got an idea. Okay. Sorry, I got an idea. And I thought it was a good one. And I couldn't hold back my Go excitement. Ahead. Is what if it was someone on the committee board that was in charge of reinstating Adrian Monk? And that was the reason that he hadn't gotten reinstated all these years because one of the guy has been holding out and doesn't want him to be on the force. That'd be cool. Like, if, you know, we see every once in a while, mm-hmm. it's the commit. we see the committee and we see, like, maybe the same committee rejecting him. Yeah. Or, like, 
everyone else changes except for this one actor, but they don't make a huge deal about it. They're just like, cause they all vote against him. Yeah. It's not just this one guy and you're like, oh gosh, it's obviously the guy that's voting against him. Yeah. It's like, there's three of them or there's mm-hmm. four people on the committee. They always all vote against him. And then maybe towards the end, like the badge, there's three that vote for him and one that votes yeah. against him. And you're like, what is up with this guy? Like the camping. And then he's like, oh, schmoozing, schmoozing. And it's like, he's the guy and he's the one that killed Trudy and he didn't want him restated, blah, 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 blah. They could have had like a similar thing, yeah. a similar storyline. They could have done the same exact thing, but it could have been the guy who's been holding Monk back from getting his badge. Then he gets his badge back and gets Molly. And There like, really isn't... I'm downgrading my score now because I think I could have written it better. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Uh, I thought I was clever. <laughs> I am pretty smart. I don't understand. Like, Trudy's case before now was, like, not needed. Like, nothing that we really learned with the six-fingered man and, like, uh, the old dude. I forgot his name. Um, Frank Newman or whatever. Frank Nunn. Frank Nunn. Frank Nunn is the guy who Frank made... Newman. <laughs> Frank Newman. Frank Newman. He's um, the guy who made the bomb. And then you have the six-figure man. Six-figure man. Who planted the bomb. There's Warwick Tennyson is the guy in in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. When they go to see him and he's in the hospital bed and Monk turns off his machines. Okay. And the guy's like... <laughs> okay. And then he's like, this is me turning off your machines. And this is my wife, Trudy, who you killed, turning them back on. And the guy's like... <gasps> And he, okay. <laughs> it's a really good scene. Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Do you know what I'm talking about or no? I do. No. Oh, okay. Like, <laughs> How do you not remember that? <laughs> it was really good acting by that guy. I'm, just, I'm not making fun of him. <laughs> there just wasn't enough things that actually connected, in my opinion. Don't shoot the messenger. Oh, well, I mean, also, we didn't see Dale the Whale again. That's a dislike. Never. We never saw Dale the Whale again. That's, I mean, he's kind of gross. I don't really give him much. I mean, I don't care, like, that we didn't see him, but just the, like, you're saying, like, the mention of him. Like, oh, Dale the Whale, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Dale the Whale had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Yet he's, like, this big fat cat in the... I mean, honestly, that's kind of what what they met, what they led you to believe this whole time was that Dale the Whale did have something to do with it. Yeah. That was your only real suspect, like you said. I wish it was somebody that we knew. Dale the Whale would have been, like, the biggest, yeah. guess, the most largest <laughs> suspect. <laughs> but, yeah, so I get what you're saying. The Trudy line, Trudy storyline, not really relevant because yeah. they just put little tastes of it. Okay, this might be one that you disagree with. It's Natalie discovering the wipes. Okay. I thought that happened really fast. I know I said that nothing was rushed, but this might have been the only rushed little part. She was like, I don't feel so good. I'm seeing spots. The wipes. The wipes. The guy didn't pick up the wipes. It was on the wipes. Like, relax. Well, yeah. Relax. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's my new line. I stole it from you. <laughs> relax. <laughs> um, yeah, I just thought that was a little bit rushed. Although, although... I did love the fact that it was the wipes and I love the fact that it was right in your face and that he does pick it up with the pen and boom. Oh. 
and you didn't notice it and no you don't notice that he does it and even if you did you're kind of sort of thinking like well yeah because mr monk obviously like looks like death i don't want to catch what he has and so you're like okay and then she's like, oh, picks up the wipes. Oh my gosh! And I'm holding the wipes. Whatever, whatever. But it, I, that to me felt fast. What if she was? They like, had to get Monk better fast and figure out how. And so, yeah. What if she like freaked out and was like, "Oh, this would have been so much better." She freaked out and she was like, oh, "It's on the wipes." And then she accidentally threw the wipe in Steven's face, and then Steven caught it and then immediately died. That would have been great, right, guys? Um. I was actually thinking of something more of, like, Steven getting sick with, like... Because Natalie's, like, always in uh, the house. Does he die in this? Sure. Keep listening. <laughs> um, no, just, like, Natalie... Because Natalie's, like, always in Mr. Monk's house. So you're, like, yeah, she could touch anything and be poisoned. So it's kind of, like, eh. But yeah. if they, like, did something, like, where they're, like, outside of the house and she offers Steven a wipe and then he uses it and then he gets sick. and You know what I mean? Then you go, wait, what? What's wrong with you? And then Steven looks at his hand and they're like, and then Natalie goes, oh, it's the wipes. Yeah. Because Natalie didn't use, you know what I mean? It's, I feel better. like Natalie being in Mr. Monk's house, that's way too much of a coincidence. Like you're like literally stomach cramping and you're like, I'm a detective now. Like, no, there's too many variables real, in though. that house. Yeah, for right? sure. Okay. Definitely. Case closed. Steven should have died. Noah, that's all Noah heard. <laughs> I was like, wah, 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 wah. and he's like, Stephen died. And he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that Definitely is an astute agree. observation. <laughs> Shut up. Okay, my next dislike is, um, I hate Stephen. Stephen is dumb. I don't know. Rattling action would have been better. It says that. <laughs> I'm not making this up. Stephen is dumb. So okay, okay, that. interesting. So how does Natalie? Because we know Randy's storyline goes to New Jersey because of Sharona. Mm-hmm. So if Rattley action happens instead of Sharona action, then Shall then how does that? <laughs> then how does that? Well, I was this close. I'm like, <laughs> um, how does Shandy? Sh- yeah, sh- isn't it Shandy? I think it's Shandy. Shandy. Ra- Rorona. I think it's Shandy. Yeah, it's not Rorona. Shandy. Anyways. How does that change what your outlook would be? Like, if you're just... Like, you can't just say, like, oh, I wish they'd been together anyway. So that means Randy doesn't move, and he doesn't get that job. He stays, and, like, everything is pretty much normal because Randy and Natalie are together. No, I'm asking. Okay. Captain Stottlemyre becomes... Oh, wait, no. Natalie Teager becomes Captain Teager. Wait. Fudge. I'm screwing this up. Okay. Captain Stottlemyre... And Tiger end up together instead of Trudy. Because I, I hate Trudy. I hate Steven. We can knock him out in one go. I don't hate Trudy. Trudy's not that bad. But I do like Natalie more. And I do... I hate Steven this much. as More than I like Trudy. So... Captain Stoudemire and Natalie end up together. And they're bougie. And they're cool. And everyone likes it, and everyone loves them, and everyone wants them to be them. Can you imagine, like, that final scene? Like, they're all three walking into the building, and then, like, the captain and Natalie are just like... And you're, that would be extremely weird. No. Yes, it would No, they're all walking, and they just, like... they would. Okay, this is the thing. They, and I know this would obviously, like, duh, they would have to lay that groundwork... 
more obviously than they laid the groundwork for Randy and Sharona. Because Randy and Sharona, obviously, like, that was seasons ago, but their flirt was like, eh. The Captain and Natalie are more subtle than that, I feel like. Well, I don't know. We've seen them pretty hardcore flirting. But, like, not with someone that they work with currently at the same time. So they would have to, I feel like they would have to be, like, a lot more subtle over a long period of time in order for that to come out and work. But I, I could see it. I have, I have seen little Stottlemyre and Natalie vibes, but definitely not enough to justify like, oh my gosh, Captain, I think I'm in love with you. Oh, we're gonna end up together or something like that. They would have had to have like laid that for a really, really, like, really long time. But okay, my next one is the uh, capital punishment line. <laughs> When they're literally in the middle of, I like, that was funny. he's, like, drawing the gun, and he's like, I mean, I might bring up a sore subject here, but uh, I, I often talk to Trudy, and she said that she was not a fan of capital punishment. I was like, this guy wants to die yeah. yesterday. What is wrong with this guy? He's literally in the funny. middle of, I was like, this guy, the audacity. And then he calls, then whenever, like, Monk's accusing him, he's like, oh, yeah, I remember her, like, claiming she was pregnant. She was pretty unstable, though. And then, oh yeah. Yeah, and then he's like and then he's like like you, you're unstable pretty much. Y'all have that in common. And then he's like ah. Yeah. I think you're talking to me and I was like was like that was like his life just flashed before his I eyes. almost dodged you and just <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. Is that, are you done? I have Uno Moss, I believe. Um, I would not be as chill as Molly was about me having a dad who is a world-famous detective, and he wants to hang out with me all the time, and he's taking pictures of me all the time, and it's kind of weird, and I don't know. I'd be uncomfortable. That's an interesting viewpoint, and I definitely can see that. However, she is 26, so she is, I mean, like, we're similar ages, and, like... Not we're similar ages. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> we're similar ages. And I just feel like um, if you were ad- adopted, like, because she went to an orphanage, so she essentially grew up with no parents. I mean, not no parents. She got adopted or whatever, right? But, like, you know, like, oh, these aren't my real parents. So it's not like this big shock. Like, I'm not ready for this. It's like, I've always kind of wondered who my parents were. And now both of her parents are dead. The judge is dead and Trudy is dead. And this whole twisted thing, and it's like, and then you figure out, like, your dad is, you're not your dad, but, you know, that part of that triangle is your mother's husband, who she actually loved and everything, and and the whole and the whole case. You would know everything. Like, you would know. Like, I don't know if it would happen as quickly. Like, oh, I just got off the phone with Protective Services, and she wants to meet you. Maybe that was a little sped up. Yeah. But I think that once you, like, figured out, like, wait, who is this guy? And you're, like, the famous de- famous detective and all this, like, you're, like, wow. And his di- his mom, or, you know, his wife died from a car. Like, oh, my gosh, that's my mom. My mom died from a car bomb. And he's been trying to solve my mother's case for the past 12 years. And he did. Oh, my gosh. Like, you totally would. You totally yeah. would want to meet him. So. For sure. Okay, mine is super random, but the metaphors in this one, I didn't get, and I know it's probably me, you're like, really? You didn't get that? But it's just me. I didn't get the whole- Really? Th- people thought he was digging the grave. Like, you thought oh, he was digging his I own thought, grave. I definitely thought he was digging it 
I didn't. I didn't yeah. know he was looking for Wendy either. I didn't know. I didn't know why he was digging. <laughs> I didn't know why he was digging. And then the <laughs> and then the other and then the other metaphor was the bed one, where Trudy comes to him and is like, "Scoot over" or whatever. And then later, I get it whenever he like moves into the middle of the bed, but I just didn't really get the symbolism of it. He's over like he, Trudy. He doesn't love her anymore. Exactly. Nobody loves her anymore. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't really get, like, your saving group. But because do people, do single people sleep in the middle of the bed when you have, like, a queen-size bed? Like, if you have a full-size bed, you can. But, like, queen-size, it's kind of like you have to, like, make a trek to get into the middle of the bed. I'm like, a twin-size bed and... You still sleep on one side of it? And I still sleep on one side of it. I don't know if it's You don't, you know, you don't have a twin bed. It's a full-size. It's a fun-sized bed. (laughs) So yeah, those were just two metaphors I didn't really get. And I guess the digging of the grave isn't a metaphor. It's more of just like an alluding thing that I was like, I don't get why he's digging. So it wasn't that big of a deal. I was just like, yeah, I didn't get that. So I wrote it down. And then um, the case closed when Natalie's writing that on the box. Remember at the end when Natalie writes, she says, what do we, what should we write on this box? Yes. What? Hey, hello. What should we write on the box? Case And he's like, case closed. She's like, okay. And then she's like, she writes case. And then when she writes closed, she's basically just, like, like writing blah, blah, blah. Case closed. She, she was trying too hard to, like, mess up the E that she wrote the whole word wrong. It was, like, unreadable. I I watched it three times and I didn't notice what it was supposed to say any of the times. Not necessarily a dislike, but just, like, what? It was obvious. And then there was no real, here's what happened. Okay. Like, there was no final, like... Here's what happened. You blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he didn't, like, say it. But, I mean, it also could have been, like, cliche and obvious or whatever. So I might be like, eh, that wasn't appropriate to say. But it was, like, also, it's like, what's our one last time? Like, they threw in it's a gift and a curse. And it worked really well. So I feel like they could have said, here's what happened. And then it could have. But anyway. And then my last one, which I I kind of, this is one where this is something that I remember from when I've watched it, when it came on, what, 10 years ago, that I remember this and what I was nervous about not knowing if it panned out or not, which is the Molly thing. I remember Monk being super clingy to Molly and being like, wait a second, so they just made somebody else for him to be like really dependent on and clingy and like obsess over and like what i do not get this i do not get this but i don't again like this was what 12 years ago i was like in high school when this came out so that was just my remembrance of it and i so like i said i didn't remember like if i liked it if it turned out well so i remembered that scene of them on the beach and me being like wow he's like obsessive over her but then they i mean like I forgot all the words that she said and how quickly she was like, what? You can't quit. I can't let you do that. It's your Mm. job to help. Blah, 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 blah. And then he moves on and he's still a detective. I didn't remember any of that. I remembered that one small part. And so I was like, this is what I remember. I remember this scene being like, what? They just made him like obsessed with this new girl. That's not right. But it totally turned out perfectly fine Mm -hmm. because it was very monk of him to be that obsessive over somebody that fast. And then she's like, okay, well, we can't do that. And he's like, oh, okay. And then he also still has Natalie to balance him out too. Mm-hmm. So it turned out, but that's just, that's what I had. So 
That's all my dislikes. They were they weren't too big. My honestly, the biggest disappointment was the no Benji thing because I really like Benji and I feel like they they showed a lot of Sharona. Oh yeah, they showed a lot, a lot of Sharona, and so I was surprised that they didn't show Benji. But I have one final dislike about us and our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, while you were saying that, I just realized that we could have called likes and dislikes a gift and then a curse. <laughs> Gifts and curses. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> How would you even word that? Because a it's gift? a gift and a curse. What were the gifts in this episode? Yeah. What were the curses? It's a gift and a curse. In this episode. Okay. It's cute. I like, thought it was cute. It's cute enough. Thank cute you. Enough. God. Okay. He's, he's the, the guy. guy. Welcome back to my favorite episode and yours where he's the guy. Starring Little Luck. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh God. What? Okay. Um, I'm assuming that you don't have anyone. Okay. So in the very ending scene, if you, I don't know if you caught it or not, but Rex Tony Shalhoub. <laughs> no, Andy Bruckman. Oh my gosh, this is a good one. Go ahead. Was at the very final scene. Was it the very final scene? It was. It the very was. Final scene. Andy Bruckman, his little bald head, and he's getting pushed into a police car. He's a, he's like arrested like he already has handcuffs yeah, on. Yeah, he has. He's really on. really small. He's like, really really small because it's like Natalie Monk and the captain walking into the room or walking into the crime scene or whatever, and this guy's like it pans out from them so it's like they're pretty big and then it just pans way out, and then like in the corner of the screen you can see a guy getting put into a car, and then we were watching the, the Come City say what is it called what is it called what is it called. Commentary. Commentary about it. And Andy Breckman was like, that's me. Yeah. like, what? It's crazy. It was pretty cool. That's a, that's a good one. I like that you said that. And Molly Evans is named after Andy Breckman's children. And if you caught it, Molly Evans' parents' names were Andy and the other girl's name. His wife's name. Beth. Beth. Andy and Beth. And it was Andrew. Andrew and Beth yeah. Evans. And she's Molly mm-hmm. Evans because his his daughter is Molly, and his son is Evan. Molly Evans, Andrew Evans, yep. and Beth Evans. That is true. That is a really cool um, Easter egg, in my opinion. And then, so there's a joke where when Monk is taking the photos of Molly and he's showing the photos uh, to like to the captain, he's like, "Oh, and these are her parents. Um, this is Andy and Beth." Um, he, Andy's a retired ophthalmologist. He's a little overweight, but <laughs> like, so they were taking a dig at Andy Breckman and that it was, it was really cute. It was really cute. Um, okay. So my, he's the guy. I didn't say it last time because for one, I was just kind of saving at least one person. I didn't want to draw attention to the judge very much, but you had him anyway. Mm-hmm. So I didn't write him down, but it was Craig T. Nelson. Um, he's from Young Sheldon. I know some people watch Young Sheldon and, um, he is famous from the TV show Coach, which is why in the commentary, Andy Breckman at the end, and he's like, oh, we killed Coach. Because he shoots himself. And Andy Breckman is like, oh, we killed Coach. Because, like, everybody knows him as that. As like, Coach? As, his name is Coach Hayden Fox, and he was on, like, the whole series. Because he's Coach. So. That would make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I know him from Parenthood. Um, he plays Zeke 
Braverman. So Parenthood is like there's this show on NBC. I know I've mentioned it on here, but I haven't like explained it before. He so Parenthood to me is like a Modern Family, but a drama. So you know how Modern Family has like this set of family, this set of yes. family, this set of family. Well, he is like the Jay Pritchett. Oh, okay. And but they're just like drama. It's dramatic. Dra- it's dramatic. Instead of funny. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So he's Zeke Braverman. And it's, like, about the Braverman family. But, like I said, they have different branches of it or whatever. Um, but he was on 103 episodes. That's where I know him from. <laughs> and then I wrote down uh, Molly Evans because I didn't recognize her. But I did. She did such a great job. I wanted to, like, point out who she was. Um, so she was actually born October 20th, 1983, which is the same year that she was supposed to be born. Okay. In the episode. So I thought that was cool. But her name is, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Alona Tall. She is an Israeli-American singer and actress. She's in stuff that's, like, not English. I don't know. It's <laughs> a what weird they, explanation. What do they speak? Hebrew? What, I don't know what Israeli people, what, what their language is called. What is, it is the national language of Israel? Hebrew. Arabic. And Arabic. Ha, Yeah, idiot. it could be one or the other. I don't know. But she was in a bunch of stuff that was from, like, a different country. Israel. Wow! So I thought that was interesting. Um, she's currently acting. Her last credits, her last two credits were from 2021. So I thought that was interesting as well. Um, but she has acted on eight episodes of Burn Notice, seven episodes of Supernatural, an episode of Pretty Little Liars, Lie to Me, Seventh Heaven, and then... What I probably should recognize her from, but don't, is Veronica Mars. She was on 10 episodes of Veronica Mars. So... Have you still not figured out what she is? I mean, I just didn't look into it. I've, I've, I haven't seen Burn Notice or Supernatural, but I know those are really popular shows. And Burn Notice is a USA show, like Monk. Oh, so, a USA TV show that we're going to... We are not watching Burn Notice. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of it. He's the astronaut. On burn notice. That not the astronaut on burn. No. Mr. Muck and the astronaut. Who? Mr. Muck and the astronaut. Asked. Okay. The this guy guy's... who stars and his name is Jeffrey Donovan. I was going to say Jeffrey Dahmer, but that is not it. <laughs> Think harder, Candace. Jeffrey Donovan. Think harder. Jeffrey Donovan, who stars in burn notice. He's Mr. Muck and the astronaut. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so that was Molly Evans, Alona Tall. Okay, and then I also had to just write this down and reiterate it because the performances were so amazing. Tony Shalhoub in the Trudy scene, in the Judge scene, and the Molly scenes, and Trailer Howard in the Trudy scene also, and in the poisoning scene. I know I said that it was rushed, but I still thought it was really good acting when she's like, oh, I'm seeing spots. Oh my gosh. I, I was like, oh my gosh trailer is gonna die okay <laughs> and then uh ted levine in the hospital scene where he's lying to him and then they grab each other's hands mm. it's like you're lying and he's like i know and then the pillow scene you mentioned the pillow scene the pillow scene that was so funny it was literally like he's walking through he kisses trudy before he leaves well you know he knows her as tk so he's like oh, i'm kissing tk and then he walks into the living room and he sees the pillow and it says leland and trudy and then he like just looks and he's like so weird. Yeah. And it walks out. Such a good, like, oh my gosh. Like, that's your Nailed final, it. like, little yeah. goodbye. Oh my gosh. Nailed it. For real. And then um, the last thing I wrote is the actors, which <laughs> I didn't write the names. 
Um, nice. I could guess their names. Um, <laughs> we have, uh, we have the, the, in the montage, like who we saw in the montage. Okay. So we had Ambrose played by John Turturro. Okay. We had Dr. Kroger played, played by, by Stanley Camel. Julie played by Emmy Clark. Harold Crenshaw played by John Turturro. <laughs> Tim Bagley. Oh, I knew that one. Dang it. Uh, yeah. I don't know these other ones. I don't know. Kevin Dorfman. Oh. You don't know that one? Mm-mm. You don't either. John Turturro. <laughs> I don't know who plays Kevin Dorfman. Who plays Kevin Dorfman in the hit oh my USA gosh. TV show Monk? I, I should know this. Gerard Paul. How do you spell Gerard Paul? <laughs> J-A-R-R-A-D-P-A-U-L? Yes. <laughs> okay, I don't know the next one, though. Okay. His dad. Who plays his dad? Oh, Adrian Monk's dad his it's spelt weird like his last name is like H Y D E A D A E or something. Did we ever mention on this show? I I we I'm sure we did that Columbo was in the works to play like they wanted Columbo to play his dad his dad but he wanted did. too much money. Oh. I think I said that. Also, did we ever mention that Stottlemyre has a hairpiece? That Ted Levine has a hairpiece? No, Ted, we did not. That Ted Levine has a headpiece. Never, never, never even, never even knew. Do you remember in the episode where Sharona rips off the guy's toupee? He she jumps on his back and rips oh, yeah. it off. They were originally going to use that as Stottlemyre. It was in Stottlemyre's toupee because he has one. He's bald. Yeah, he's bald in a you big just sky. The show for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was that too much ha- to handle? Okay. Why the, why? I figured on our last, he's the guy. Could uh, spill the beans. What in the heck was the point of doing that? I don't know. I just thought of it. He's bald in Big Sky. I want to say that the guy who plays Monk's dad is David. Dan. Is it Dan? Dan. H-Y. Schneider. Oh. Dan Schneider. What are you talking about? It's Did you Dan. look it up or it's not? It's Dan. It's Dan. You can do this, Candace. It's like, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's like, hi, the, hi. Is it not H-Y? Harman. It's not Harmon. It's H-Y-D-E-A or something. Hedaya. Hedaya. Spell it. H E D A Y A. H E D A Y A. Yeah. See, I don't. So, Idiots. I was close. All right. And I said keep David. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, Dr. Bell. Dr. Bell is Hector Valnumnes. El. Zondo. Elizondo. Okay. Softball. Sharona. Fleming. Biddy Shram. Biddy Shram. Biddy Shram. Oh my gosh. She's such a satisfying name. Biddy Shram. I know. Okay, is that it? Yeah, that's it. You did pretty good. Like two out of four. (laughs) I was close with David Haida. Haida. But it was Dan Haida. Whatever. I don't know how to say his name. Okay, that's it, guys. For He's the Guy. I'm done. That's it? Mm Mm-hmm. Junk dive. Welcome back to my favorite time of years in the show where it's one of the last ever junk times. I already ate my junk. What the heck? All right, Candace, what are the questions you have for me today? Um, well, I don't have a lot of questions, but. The- oh, how about you can open Fabi's gift? <gasps> Fabi Hernandez. Okay, tell him the backstory, though, how we could okay. open it on So, 12 years ago. My wife. She gave me this gift, right? <laughs> this is Trudy's gift, but my version. Thank you, Favi. 
What episode did you give this to us on? We, sh we were going to open it a long time ago, and then right before we were going to open it, it was a camping episode. Camping episode. I remember that. Yeah. And then she was like, wait, there's a spoiler in that, so don't. And so I was like, oops. Oh my god. Oh my god. So now the time has come to open it. It's going to be like 700 bucks. If it isn't, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> Have you opened it? That's cap. No, I haven't opened it. What if it's like a car bomb? <laughs> She's like, it was a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> it won't open. Mr. Monk and the Sleeping Suspect. I'm so excited. Oh, okay. Clean, dirty. So that is a dishwasher magnet. <laughs> so, show the people, show the people. I don't know if you can That's get that so close. clever. <laughs> it's a dishwasher magnet. So you put it on the front of your dishwasher, and when your clothes are clean or they're dirty, you flip it over. That's genius. To let people know. I, I'm using this. <laughs> I literally always have to ask my mom, is it clean or is it dirty? Oh my God. This is actually kind of genius. That's funny, right? It's so cute. That is funny. It's him. It's John Newman. What? Frank Anon. What's his name? Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson, Judge. who played Judge Ethan Rickover. Yep, there you go. And guess who this is? Adrian Monk, played by Tony Shalhoub. So it says clean and dirty. Cute, right? <laughs> Isn't that cute? It's so cute. What else is cute? So um, our viewers' voice obviously has been going throughout. We have a couple more of Joel's stuff coming up, so be on the lookout for that. Joel? Jo Stop it. <laughs> Joel Kale? I can't with you. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't with you. Okay. Um, so Noah... And I, like he said before, we watched the commentaries for part one and part two, and we jotted down some interesting stuff from the commentaries. So really quick, Noah is going to talk about part one, and then I'm going to talk about part two. So Noah, what cool stuff did we find in the commentary part one? Part one, we found out that Steven was, like from the writer's perspective, was supposed to be... The number one suspect. Me and Candace didn't really like kind of fall for it, but he was supposed to be the number one suspect. However, when we were watching the watch party with you guys, the first thing that Toby said whenever Steven popped up was like, oh, he's the guy. He's yeah. uh, Toby had seen it before, so he was joking, mm -hmm. but he was like, really? Uh, Monk doesn't get sick, but as soon as Steven shows up, Monk gets all sick. And I thought that was funny. I almost typed it, but I kind of forgot. But, and then when they said that on the commentary, I was like, no way. That's what Toby said. Yeah. They because wanted it, makes it sense. to be. It did make sense. Yeah. That he was only sick because, like, when he was there. Made sense. Made sense. So, whenever um, Monk is, like, struggling to take a shot or whatever. Not his shot. <laughs> his shot. <laughs> oh, whenever he's getting his blood drawn or whatever the entire cast and crew is around him so it's not just like random extras who are like holding him down it's the entire cast and crew which not the entire cast and crew yeah no not, no not just the, some of the, the cast there's some background people most of the crew yeah um i will say though also joel who's doing our viewer's voice <laughs> he he mentioned that i forgot about that he mentioned that one of his, I think it was in one of his likes, but it was part one, so I didn't say it. 
because the the shot thing was a part one. Mm. He said, I always wondered if that was the uh, crew, a way to get the crew in on the final episode. Twice. The people holding them down. You were right, Joel. That is exactly what they did. Joel is a Mick genius. A Mick Hale? I did it wrong. Oh! <laughs> okay. Anyways. Um, in the train station, that entire scene was like, Random people. It was all voluntary. They, they had they had seventy background people, and the rest were all uh, passengers. Passengers, random people who they asked to be in it. Were like, "Hey, do you want to be in this up and coming series finale?" And they're like, "Oh my god, yeah!" And then so they were just like, "All right, run!" And then they're like, "That was crazy." It's pretty good. And then he said they had to stop, like, they had to calm people down because people were starting to, like, fall and, like, push each other down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. The longest hallway ever. Remember when the doctor in part one is, like, walking down the hallway? That was the final scene ever shot. And it was in part one. Monk and the gang and the crew, and that's the last thing they shot, which makes zero sense to me. Why would they? Because they choose they choose them based off location and convenience of location. So if they need to shoot things, whatever. So like maybe they shot like his because they were also in the hospital for other times, like when he's in the bed and stuff. Mm-hmm. But this scene's in part one. But he said that was like the last thing they shot because they had the cake. Remember they said they had the cake waiting off after that scene. Oh, for Tony, because it was his birthday. It was his birthday, but I think that the cake was for the wrap though. Or was it? it was maybe your it Tony's probably was birthday. birthday. It probably was for his birthday. You're probably right. <laughs> okay. Uh um. Okay. So my next one is Andy Breckman didn't even check if knowing like the poison was accurate. So he didn't really know anything about the poison. Or like a lot. He said that a lot actually. Yeah. Like if they only knew how little research we did about this stuff, yeah. I was like, like they didn't know. Like He's like if- oh, there's a cure. We have two hours, and they just like kind of made that up. Yeah. Or, like, what would happen... Tony said they did do research on, like, ricin poison, poisoning or whatever. Like, what would actually happen to you. But not, like, how fast it could be cured. How long it would take. And what... Like, if you could actually live that many days after being poisoned or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, what else you got? I have... I think I only have two more. Okay. My last one is Andy Breckman saved the poisoning storyline for the finale for eight years. So, like, near the beginning of the series, he was like, oh, Monk gets poisoned. We could use that for the final episode. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yep. I thought so, too. Okay, and then part two, some of the fun facts that we found was, um, one was the rain scene where they're, he's holding the gun at, the gun, gun at the judge, the judge at gunpoint. There you go. Um, That scene took eight hours, eight hours Uh. to film. That was crazy. And so they said like in water for eight hours. Yeah, and they said that like the grass, you know, they said it was all green, and then like after like an hour, it was just sloshed and just muddy the whole time. And then the scene where Randy and the captain are in the car chase, and Randy's driving. So for one, they're driving around the same block over and over again. Yes. But that Randy's driving, and he's not. Jason is not actually driving. There's a stunt driver on top of the car, on who's top. actually rigged. They That's rigged crazy. the steering wheel. So the driver could sit on top of the car. And they had 11 different stunt drivers. It's like, I'm guessing that was for, like, the other cars in the scenes. Yeah, Not for one car. (laughs) Yeah. That seems excessive. 
Oh, the scene where they're doing the committee hearing for the judge, and he's like, "All oh, the all oh, crap moment." He that Andy Breckman just pulled like an actual Senate hearing off the internet. Oh yeah, and just used the direct dialogue from it and just put it in there. It's like, yeah, it didn't matter what they were saying, so I just like stole it off the internet. I was like, oh my gosh, that is crazy. Um, and then he also said that he knew that years ago to like sum up Trudy's case that he would need a part of Trudy. Like what? he didn't know ex- he didn't know exactly like that it was gonna be like Molly or whatever. Oh yeah. But he knew that it had to be like a part of Trudy had to be there in some aspect. He also said that he kept the script so under wraps about Molly, closed love. He didn't want anyone to figure out that he literally like when he sent the scripts out to like the actors and the directors and everything that he had like X's over a bunch of stuff that they couldn't even read it. It was just like a bunch of stage direction and that also Molly like there was a girl. But it, her name wasn't Molly. She wasn't She wasn't related to Adrian. It was actually Natalie's niece that they put that, like, I don't know what the significance of it was. And he was like, yeah, I think I put Natalie's niece just to, like, throw everybody off. What? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And they, they also said they took two scenes. They only did um, two scenes of the Molly scene where he's crying, like Tony Shalhoub was crying. Um, that was his birthday, is what I wrote down. Oh. That day was his birthday. I think the cake was for the rap. Okay. Like, actual rap. Okay. Um, but they said that he nailed it the first time, and everyone was like, holy crap. That was really good. And so they just did it one more time, and they were done. And then uh, the writer's room is in Summit, New Jersey. So that's why they gave Randy the job in Summit, New Jersey, as a little nod to them. Mm-hmm. They also had a scene where Monk was going to quit at the end, like... You know, he he says that he's going to quit to Molly, but they had a whole scene where he was going to quit and then they ended up scrapping it. And then, um, like you had said already, Andy was in the closing scene. And then the last thing was that they all cried at the end. They were all tearing up. Tony Shalhoub and Andy and uh, oh, Randy yeah. Zisk were all teary-eyed. During the commentary, yeah. Yep. During the uh, Molly scene, they all yeah. were tearing up. And then the uh, the montage. Yeah. It was really sad. I honestly, I cried more after watching them talk about it and cry than yeah. like the other times I watched it because it was like, it was them, you know, it's, it was their life and their yeah. baby and stuff. So, and watching Tony watch himself was just trippy and weird too. Yeah, I was sick. But, okay. Um, my last things were, I was going to ask you just a couple of like quick yeah. questions, which is, did you, when Trudy said, that the baby had died. Did you think anything about that? Did you just like, nope. nope, she died, right? She died. When the judge said, take care of her, and then shot himself? Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about, like, his wife. Oh, whose wife? The judge's wife. In the wife? Oh, In yeah. Wife. He did, yeah. Okay. I thought he meant take care of her, his wife. Interesting. Okay, did you have any thought, guesses, inclinations about the wipes? Nope. No? Nope. I was completely in the dark about this episode. I'm not gonna lie. I was bamboozled. I've been fooled. And did at in the part two before they found the cure, did you think that Monk still might die at any point, or did you kind of nix that in your head? Oh, uh, whenever they were like, "We have the cure," yeah, I nixed that for sure. There was no like way. okay, say like in the scene where he says, "Kill him." I need you to kill him. Oh, and they cried. Did you still think that he was gonna make it, or did you think he was gonna die? I don't remember. I don't remember at all. If I'm being honest. Okay. The last thing that I had was 
So, uh, Lindsay Chambers, she had posted this picture and she tagged us in it. So, you know our Funko Pops. I do know our Funko Pops. So, our Funko Pops right here. We have Benji and Julie and me and Noah. Adorable. Um, well, she made more. Like, she she made more. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, in that. the past. But she uh, didn't ever... She, she didn't show this one. Uh... It's Molly. Yeah. So she said, also reposting this because now Noah knows who Molly is. So it's super cute. I'll Maybe I'll put it up there. But. Oh my God. That's awesome. So it's a little Funko Pop of Molly Evans. So I thought that was cute. And then uh, one just last thing is um, Melissa Byrne. I think or Bernie or Byrne. Nice. Um, she has a YouTube channel that where she does like rewatches. And I know some of you probably have already watched this before, but she did an episode on the pilot episode, um, you know, like an episode of her show about the monk pilot where she watched it and it's like a, a reaction video. Yeah. That's what it's called, right? Reaction video. And then she did one uh, like last week, uh, Mr. Monk Takes a Vacation. And I just had a really fun time watching that and like reminiscing about it. And I just really enjoyed it. So I thought I would just share her channel and she has, you know, monk is one of her like lower viewed things. And so I figured that I'd just give her a shout out, help her get some views on those because we all know Monk is awesome and it deserves more views than all of her other videos. <laughs> so I figured that I would share that with you guys. Um, go give it a like and comment. Um, she asked like what, what your favorite episodes were and like which ones you would want to see her do. So go give her a comment. That's it for Junk Time. No! It's not even your favorite time. I don't know why you do that. Okay, let's get Joel's first. He says in Mr. Monk and Sharona, um, they say that he can't sleep without his Trudy pillow. Mm -hmm. But in the hospital, he didn't have it until he was already like cured. And so he said, was he not sleeping in the hospital or what? Because it's either a plot hole one way or the other. He either has his Trudy pillow or he can't sleep without it. Yeah. So, which he did say that if he was dying, he might not be able to sleep either. So, that's also that true. true. So, all right. Thank you, Joel. And I will go first. Let's see if I have any. I mean, there probably were some callbacks, but let's see. We had stunt doubles, of course. We talked about this in the, where they're in the thing. or They have the pews i call them pews and they zoom out and monk and the judge are fighting yeah that's not them definitely <laughs> definitely not them um and then actually all the rest of mine are kind of plot holy do you have any plot holes at all or no um i do i have one you have one? i had two but one of them i don't really know about anymore it's the one with like 12 years ago 15 years ago that one but oh no 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 that's i don't that, know how to explain no that. that is one i have no idea no people would know though we'll explain i don't this. i don't get it anymore we turn it if i think we figured out it was more simple than we thought it was the timeline of like when trudy actually had the baby yeah because she says that it was 15 years ago so if we're going say we know tony shalhoub slash monk no, Monk, because he had his 50th birthday. So in 2009, Monk had his birthday. So we minus like uh, 12 years from that because Trudy had died 12 years ago. Well, she okay. died in 1998. Okay. So then you minus 15 years from 
1998 because she said that was 15 years ago. And then that was would have been 83 when she was when when Molly was born. But the point was that it was supposed to have happened like when Trudy was in college 15 years ago, but it was like if you it was like something like if you minus Monk's age, then Monk was like 26. Mm-hmm. Was it 26 or was it 23? I think it might have been 23. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was 23. It was 23. But you graduate college when you are 22 or 23. And we saw in the flashback, Monk and Trudy are in the same grade in Mr. Monk and the Class Reunion. They're in the same grade. So they would have had to have literally met like after Trudy had already given birth at the very like end of their senior year mm-hmm. or something in order for that to technically happen before they met the only way it would have like actually made sense if it was like freshman year or sophomore year, year because you're pregnant for nine months so yeah. if anybody else has a good timeline on that like let us know that's just the math that we did that they were supposedly had were supposed to have met this was supposed to happen before they met and it probably most likely with the timeline that's not plausible so but that, that was a good one. You came up with that. Like, you yeah. were like, wait a second, what? That math can't add up. And so we did the math. So good job it's on that one. It's just so hard for me to explain every time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. It's like 15 years ago, 12 years ago, but then Monk's age and then her age. And, it's like, and then Toby was trying to help and he was halfway paying attention. And we yeah. were like, Toby, shut up. Yeah. Your math doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Um, so I have the wipes. Mm-hmm. You said this while we were watching it. Nobody checked the wipes. Nobody checked the wipes. Why? Porque. Why would nobody check the wipes? That doesn't make any sense at all. Mm-hmm. We have the bones. He's digging. Bones. And there's like this big metal clank. He's digging. It's like, clank. Oh, yeah. And I was like, whoa. I and thought like, he had hit a metal box. Same. And then they showed a human head. And I was like, what? That doesn't make that make sound. Uh, sound. And then yeah. he did it again. It clanked again when, it, when Randy was digging. And I was like, no, that's not. That doesn't make sense. Also, who initials their barbells? Somebody said this on the watch Denise party. Denise said that. Denise from Tony Shalhoub Daily. Bam. Got him. <laughs> um, yeah, who does that? I, I, I mean, I could see the type of barbell, like how it was like pretty and like stainless steel looking, but like when you go to the gym really, and you bring your own equipment, you don't want it to get salt. But it's like I didn't think about that. Oh, that's actually that's a good point. My equipment. I didn't think about that. Huh. Okay. This this one's very plot holy. Uh, it's a plot holy plot hole. Um, but that was a pretty large hole that the the judge was able to dig, without like nothing happening to Monk, like nobody trying to like stop him or take him down or anything. Like he's just like keep digging, and the the officers are just like, <laughs> yeah, they're not gonna like. And, and the guy just digs this giant hole for like how long was he doing that? An hour? Yeah, There's eight, no eight way hours. Didn't, yeah. <laughs> exactly eight whole hours that is unrealistic <laughs> no yeah i just thought that was a really big hole yeah my final hole. okay and second to only one uh is this is definitely a different parking garage than before oh yeah like before in the series it was like in the middle of a underground like parking garage and there was oh, like walls yes. around everything and this time she was like running and she was in her heels. And and before it was like in the middle of the parking garage, very middle of the parking garage. And then this one she was like running pretty slowly. 
pretty dramatically, like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm Melora Hardin, I'm bad at acting. And then, <laughs> and then she turns out her car, but it's, like, at the end of, like, there's, like, bushes there. And it's at, like, the end of the parking garage. And they said it was filmed at the Paramount parking garage, which is kind of cool. But, and then she gets there, and then it, like, blows up, and it's out, right outside. And you can see the bushes right there. But it's not the same parking garage whatsoever. Nowhere near the same parking garage. Got him. <laughs> Very true, Noah. Nice catch. Thank you. Okay, I put, um, it was really theatrical. Um, this is also about the digging, but why doesn't Monk explain why he's digging? Like, he, like they have their guns drawn on him, and he's like, pointing. There's a body in there, so. Yeah. He killed so-and-so. Because I feel like the point is, like, you're supposed to, like, it's theatrical. You don't know, like, what he's doing, and, and is he going to kill the judge, or what is he going to find? And it's, again, very theatrical for us as the audience, but why doesn't he just tell them He's a murderer. He killed my wife. He killed this and blah, blah, blah. And I, he's digging and, you know what I mean? Like, he says that here's what happened after the captain gets there and after they find the bones, but he could have just said it before. Um, oh, remember the, the how Monk figures out about Molly? He's looking in the paper and he's like, Wendy Stroud was in the newspaper. It was like she made headlines 15 years ago for taking a baby to an orphanage. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Do that? Does that is that news to take a baby to an orphanage? <laughs> that is that news. And Who puts that in there. And if it's news, Trudy, who's a writer, didn't see the news, the headlines. Baby takes. That was good. That's good, right? That was good. That was really good. Does that not really good? That's good. Yeah. Trudy was a writer. Eastbury Chronicle. And and she just had a baby, and Wendy Stroud, her name specifically, she took a baby to an orphanage. Yeah. Trudy be like, what? Exactly. <laughs> That's my baby. That's my baby. <laughs> um, okay, I have a Stotty Plotty. Our last Stotty Plotty ever. Well, I mean, we kind of had one earlier. No, but this is the last one. Dumbbells, but okay, whatever. No, but this is the last one. Okay, God, it's the last one. <laughs> Let me make sure. <laughs> It's the last one. <laughs> okay. Stotty Plotty. No one told him about Sharona? Randy didn't tell him about Sharona. That's, That's one thing. One. But when Monk and Natalie saw them kissing, they oh. never mentioned. Oh, yeah. Because Stottermeyer was like, you and Sharona. Hey. That's my Stottermeyer voice. You and Sharona. No, that was literally my voice. <laughs> With my hand covering up. Noah. This is like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Obama voice. Okay, <laughs> I can see how it's too mixed up. Um, no, but seriously, nobody told him about Sharona. Yeah. Like, I, I will say in the commentary, remember they said that the Sharona episode was scheduled to go right before the end. So would that track maybe, if he had written that line, like, he wasn't he wouldn't have known because it was supposed to happen before, you know? Like, they hadn't had enough time to tell him. It hadn't been a few weeks. Mm. or whatever so maybe that's the point um okay and then my next one is how so can you explain it to me maybe how did the how did monk drug that guard i have no idea here's these pills you want to you want to try you want to have some the the cop is leaned back he has a lemonade in in his his hand. hand 
He's like this. Well, it's, it's not necessarily. Like, I mean, he's it's, it's dead weight in his hand, but it's like, so are we supposed to believe that he drank his own lemonade that was still in his hand with the lid on? Like Monk crushed them up and put them in his lemonade? Or like, you know, how did he get his lemonade? Or Who gave him the lemonade, or, and and my and I'm I'm stressing the lemonade is because what what else would he he drank like if if Monk crushed him up into water, why would the guy drink the water? He has a lemonade in his hand, so what? And he was drinking it too. It was like they made a point to like show him drinking it at one point, and then show like they should have showed it like next to him, opened or something. Yeah, like he drank it and fell asleep. Or I mean, I guess I guess you could drink it and you're not gonna like die like it's not like ugh. you drink it close the lid and then you fall asleep and then you wait for him to fall asleep but how does monk get pills and just kill this guy's guy? lemonade yeah. i thought he did i was like holy crap yeah <laughs> forget the he judge like he already just, committed murder he crushed up all the pills and then just like put like nine or ten of them into one of his lemonades <laughs> and that way he just overdosed <laughs> Oh, Can you imagine? He's like, oh my gosh, this guy's been drugged <laughs> and he's actually dead. Monk is in prison at going. the end. For, <laughs> what if that's how it ended? Oh my gosh. Like, he actually kills the judge and they put him in jail. And they're like, extenuating circumstances, you're going to get nine years for manslaughter. And then Monk's like, can you make it ten? And then they like make it ten. And then he's in prison for ten years. And then he comes out. And then Molly's a grown woman. Man, this ending sucks. Yeah. I'm not about this. <laughs> Scrap everything we've ever said. We suck at this. Um, okay, my la- I have one more. My last one is why did the judge kill Trudy? <laughs> Be- oh, yeah, you said that. We, we, we had discussed this before, too. Yeah. So, really quick, just like he killed Wendy Stroud because she was, she had found Jesus or whatever, and so she was going to tell, like, what about the baby and Trudy and everything, but this was 12 years later. Mm-hmm. So if he had just killed Wendy Stroud, I don't think that Trudy would have thought like, oh my gosh, she went missing. I bet it's Ethan Rickover. It was 12 years later. She could have been missing for any other reason. I just don't, I don't see yeah. the connection where Rickover goes, I have to kill her now too. I don't get it. And then also, also my last, last thing is, she, he he kidnaps her, I guess, right? Or he mur- he did kidnap her. He murders her. He murders her. Buries her. Buries her. And then his other mo is Trudy killing Trudy with a car bomb. That's a very elaborate way to murder someone. That's true. Why didn't he just kill her like Wendy? Yeah. Why didn't he just kill her like Wendy and bury him next to each other? You're right. I don't know. Makes no sense. I mean, I know he he hired a hitman. But, and so the hitman did his own thing. But I just thought, that's an elaborate way to I didn't even think about that. murder somebody. It's a good It's Yay. a good one. I got a high five for my last plot hole ever. Yay. How crazy was Monk this episode? Plus crazy moment. Okay, Joel is going with, out of ten, sleeping pills. Ooh, out of 10 sleeping lemonades. <laughs> Spiked lemonades. Okay, what are you going with? Um, out of 10 desk Sharona pictures. Oh, 
Or, or out of 10 bougie Natalie coats. Okay. Or That's cute. out of 10 Leland plus Trudy pillows. Oh, <laughs> I like that one. That's my favorite one. Okay, I put out of 10 poison wipes. Okay. Out of 10 photos of Molly. Okay. And my favorite one was out of 10 yard sale sirens. <laughs> We good. both did good on that one. <laughs> okay. Crazy moments. Uh, Joel had some of those too, which that I did not have. He punches a sitting judge. Okay. He steals a gun. Steals a gun. He did steal a gun and drugged the guy. And drugged the guy. Um, Whatever's in screen 10. And then he checks the stove at the end. Oh. Okay, and then my crazy moments are he keeps pausing the video at the beginning, which I didn't catch, but in the commentary, they said that was supposed to be funny because they had a really long runner where he keeps pausing the video over and over and over. Of it's supposed to be funny? Yeah. Okay. Like, not in an overtly funny way, just uh, he keeps pausing it and, like, agonizing over it. Oh, yeah. But they, they shortened it, so I don't think it stood out. Uh-huh. Um, he When he's in the hospital, he has the papers all over his bed. Okay. Dr. Bell and him talk about the great unknown. Okay. How do you know it's the great unknown? Could be the really bad unknown. <laughs> he's really nervous to meet Molly. And he's like, he's like, no, I don't think so. He's like, people aren't really crazy about me. I'm not too crazy about me. <laughs> um, he takes over 600 photos. The rest are being developed. He has pictures of her parallel parking, eating lunch, drinking coffee, her boyfriend, Kyle, her telling me to stop taking pictures and her <laughs> taking away the camera. He talks about how Andy's overweight, which is funny. <laughs> and um, Molly made the cut for the internet. <laughs> She's on the internet. Yo, she made the cut, didn't she? <laughs> he freaks out when Molly leaves, which is pretty crazy. Um, he's going to quit the force. I mean, he's going to be fine as long as, he doesn't, as long as he doesn't eat, pay rent, or pay Natalie. <laughs> and then the last one is the only one I think we had in common, which was he's going to go to the movies and see whatever is in Theater 10. But bang That was it. Okay, so out of 10... You can go. Okay. Out of 10 yard sale... Oh, actually, Joel's first. Oh, okay. Out of 10 sleeping pills, he gave a 9. Wow. Yeah. That's he, actually really Because he punches a sitting judge and steals the gun. Um, and then I put, out of 10 yard sale sirens, I put 3... I put he's only really crazy when he meets Molly, but she doesn't seem to mind until he like quits. And then she's like, okay, whoa, that's, that's a little much. And then he doesn't quit. And then so it kind of reverses. So I gave him, I gave three card sale sirens. I don't have a number for this because I usually let you persuade me, you know? But I have a three and Joel has a nine. Yeah, both of y'all have pretty far away. So I'll go like five. Okay. Between there, four, five, you know? That sounds good to me. <laughs> Fine. Rate this episode. Y'all probably couldn't hear the thunder, but I was keeping it. Was ominous. <laughs> it was like, Rate this episode. Okay. It was very ominous for our final one. Oh, it's our so final insane. one ever. Okay. This <sighs> is quick. This is gonna be quick. Okay. I mean, Joel first. Joel first, of course. Okay, Joel first. My score was a perfect 10. Everything was tied up. Everyone was happy in the end. And the closing song was very fitting. So, 
Thank you, Joel. Joel also sent a really sweet message that I cried when I read the first time. So I'm going to save it for our final, final episode. What the heck? Well, I don't even have it on here anyway, so. Candace. It's on the message. It's, it's really long. Rat. It's really long. And it was really nice. So. Little rug rat. Girl. Okay. So you read the synopsis. I read the synopsis. I did good. Hopefully. So do you have a spiel, though? I don't really have a spiel. Not, not a prepared spiel, but I mean... This episode, at the least, I know I couldn't have done better writing the entire series, first of all, and let alone this episode. This was just, it was, it made sense. I'm glad no one did anything too crazy. Nothing really ended up, Monk didn't go to jail. Monk didn't die. I'm glad he didn't die. Mm -hmm. What they did with him was really, really sweet. And everyone ended up where they should have ended over that. Kind of well, saw this a few years in the future. And it's a perfect 10. It is a perfect 10? It is a perfect 10. Oh my, yes. <laughs> we went from almost 7 to a 10. I am so happy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, so for my explanation one last time, I give every Monk episode a 10, at least a 10. And I go up from there. Okay, so... I will never be able to say enough about this episode. Once again, I'm pleasantly surprised that I was pleasantly surprised that I loved the ending, if that makes sense. That just thought. <laughs> I was, okay, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I wasn't like, oh, I was pleasantly surprised that I loved the ending. No, I am pleasantly surprised that I was pleasantly surprised. Oh, that actually makes sense. Like, I yeah. am happy that I was happy about watching it. Yes. Okay. I don't think that this episode is overhyped. As one of the best series finales, I think it is one of the best series finales that I've ever seen. The writers not only gave us an action-packed, emotional roller coaster of an episode, they were still able to sum up everyone's stories in an epic series finale. Mm-hmm. The closure was definitely there, with no more wondering, mystery, or explanation needed. Everyone is fulfilled, and as an audience, I think we are all fulfilled as well. A perfect ending to a perfect series with my final rating ever. I'm going with an 11. Two 11s. I'm doing it. What the heck? I've been told this is impossible. No, it's not impossible. What the heck? According to Noah in Mr. Monk and The Run Part 2... Is on the run for two. You gave it, it an 11. 11 out of 10. So I am also doing the same thing because I think it's better than Sharona. And I love that episode. Oh my boy, it's better than Sharona. Well, I'm saying I gave that one a perfect 10. And if I'm pulling out the stops, this has got to be it. This It is better than this. It's better than part one. And I gave that one a perfect score too. I think this episode is better. I think it's a perfect series finale. I think it is, and I can't I can't rate it the same. I just can't. And you know me, I'm a stickler for the rules. She's a stickler for the rules. And I broke them. She broke them. So. That's how, that's how badly the rules needed to be broken. Yep. She was a stickler. Yep. She broke them anyways. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, that's, that's it. We talked this one out. We will see you. It's a long one. At least one more time. At least two more times. At least two more times. We're going to do 
a season, season finale, season wrap up. Like season eight wrap up. Season yeah. eight wrap up. And then a series wrap up. Yeah. For Monk and for us. Which I am excited about both of those. Me too. We're going to talk all all the seasons. All, all the seasons all and all the episodes and all the things. All so things. <laughs> I'm excited. Okay. 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 Okay, guys. Um, we hope that you enjoyed. We'll see you next time. I don't know if it'll be next week. We might. Noah's going to Cabo. I'm going to Mexico. I, I, I. I'm going back to my people. <laughs> Push the junk time thing. Oh, no. I know. I've been amazing. This was supposed to be Mexican count. Cabo. Mexico. I, know, I didn't know which I was saying. I was going to say Cabo. Okay, do it again. Cabo was sitting with like... Cabo. Cabo. <laughs> we suck. Just forget it. Okay. Okay, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Love you. Fly away, little monk. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening to the Junk Monk Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us at Junk Monk Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you want to know more about Candice, she's at Hardens and Hardhats on Instagram. And if you want to know more about me, Noah L., subscribe to my vlog, Noah Hernandez, on YouTube. Also, you can leave us a voicemail at 323-366-0477 with your questions, comments, or just to show us some love. Don't forget to catch up on Monk with Amazon Prime Video or Peacock TV. And of course, subscribe to our show. You'll thank me later.